0: You're listening to the Your Reality Recaps audio-only version of our Big Brother 17 Recap Show. You can get the audio-only versions of all of our shows, as well as the video ones, over at realityrecaps.com slash podcast. And since you're listening in iTunes, don't forget to give us a five-star rating and a nice review. It really helps support our shows. Some other ways you can help support our shows are becoming becoming a patron, The links are over at yourrealityrecaps.com. And of course, you can also watch our videos over on YouTube slash reality recaps or check out our more intimate shows by becoming a fan on YouNow, younow younow.com slash reality recaps. Don't forget to share our shows and follow us on social media too. We love hearing from you guys. Now, let's start the show. We're waiting and live, everybody. Welcome back to our second official uh, Big Brother interview show for this season. We are so excited to be back with uh, one of, I think, one of the best crossover players to play Big Brother. But we're gonna get there in a minute because first, you guys know the deal. You can follow me over at Reality Recaps. And of course, if you have any questions, for us or Jeff on this show, tweet them to me at Recaps with hashtag YRR live. and who's here with me, Dana. Hello,
1: everybody. I'm back from my Big Brother Canada hiatus and you can follow me on Twitter at dgoodyear 1975 and we are joined by the fabulous Jeff Weldon from Amazing Race and Big Brother 17. Say hello, Jeff.
0: What's
2: going on, guys? Hey, Jeff, where can the people find you on Twitter? So you can find me, Jeff Weldon 21 on Twitter and JD Weldon on Instagram.
0: Perfect. And the links to that will be below this show. You guys can click on them um, after the show is over. And uh, leave any comments also if you're watching on YouTube or in the chat room below uh, for Jeff. I also just want to say, because John will kill me, everyone, if I don't. He is in L.A. at a red carpet event for young stars oh crap anyway he's on a really exciting red carpet event and will be on you now tonight at 7 p.m um pacific time so we'll tweet that out um later so that's what he's doing now jeff before we get into all of these questions for you i know you are doing some fundraising um right now so why don't you tell the people about that
2: Yeah, so it's uh, it's called Give Kids the World. Uh, It's in Orlando, Florida, and it's basically just giving back to kids with life-threatening illnesses and helping their families so they can afford the cost of when when they're going out there. So it really, it's for a great cause. I'm trying to fundraise $500 at this point, and it's it's coming up quickly.
0: People, people, everyone watching with your with your You Now gold bars, we can (laughs) give the money to Jeff. To, to get him up to that $500. I think it's amazing. You are in a special group, Jeff, because a lot of people, I think, come out of any really reality show and um, just try and make themselves more popular. And I commend you for coming out and uh, right away starting to give back to charities. That's amazing.
2: Hey, I appreciate that. No problem. All right, <laughs> now.
0: Like I said, every single person. Now I was really nice. Now we're going to go put Walter's on your ass. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, like I said, tweet us your questions. Hashtag Why are, are, are live. Leave them uh, below if you're watching on YouTube or in the chat room. But I want to get the elephant in the room right out of the way so that everybody can stop asking all show. Look, Jeff, TMZ out this story about you that everybody latched onto, and went a little bit crazy. Sure. And not, I tweeted, and then not so much uh, talked about it after TMZ retracted the story and said they were completely wrong. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so is there anything that you want to say or like the floor is yours on this whole TMZ twin scandal, whatever the hell about thing? Got
2: yeah, so let's just go ahead and start off by saying that the, uh, the story is completely repulsive, and it's completely incorrect. And I think you kind of hit the nail on the head. People are still talking about when TMZ first published it, and then they haven't said anything about the retraction and why. And it's because it's, it's completely incorrect. That never happened.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Never happened. There you have it, everybody. Never happened. Now we can stop
0: talking about it because <laughs> we have a lot better stuff to talk about
2: oh sure <laughs> like how crazy audrey is
0: yeah uh, we're we're gonna get to that because we don't want to talk about audrey yet we want to talk about you in the house and just for starters have you seen any of the show have you seen anything since you've been home and out of the house
2: you know what? I'm not going to lie. I've been completely bogged down with a couple of things and I kind of wanted to clear my mind from the initial upset of being sent home. So I'm going to start off uh, by by watching the the feeds and watching the show again here shortly. Probably, uh, you know, this weekend will be my, my first show I'll watch. So has
0: nobody filled you in on anything that let's say? So let's put it. Let's go with this. Do you know that Vanessa completely set you up? Have you heard that yet?
2: Yes, I have. Mm-hmm. Which which is completely unfortunate. Uh, you know, I really thought that James was the main target on that one. Uh, I should I should have known she was sketched out by me. Uh, especially because we kind of talked about working together and then I kind of just brushed her off and never really revisited that with her. Right. What
0: uh, What was it like for you? I know as a viewer watching, and I mean, uh, I don't want to set you up for this. So I'll say, keep in mind the network that butters your bread. So I'm just saying my opinion is sure. was it awkward being in that interview with julie where i kind of just sort of felt like she was basically saying god you and jackie sucked like <laughs> why don't you guys play game better and is jackie in there or is she just furniture like i felt like julie was a little bit personal with that interview did she feel you like was she was out
2: a me? lot of shade that night she, she, she think was super shady You know, I don't know why uh, Julie was so upset. I mean, geez, I I didn't think we did that terrible. But, you know, I could see what she was talking about. Jackie was kind of non-existent, uh, Mm. you know, up until, you know, as of recently, she's actually kind of starting to move around and talk to people. So I, I think that Julie was kind of disappointed that with Jackie and I knowing each other pretty well and going into the game, we should have probably played it together a little bit better. Uh, I think that Jackie could have worked the house to her advantage on her side, and I could have worked my side like I was doing. We could have collaborated better, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, because I think it was a smart move for you two to not be so, like, joined at the hip, like, because that would be, like, huge bullseye on your backs if you guys kind of played the game together. So, like, you, like, I mean, you did your job, like navigating one side of the house and she just kind of laid there. And it's like, are you a little disappointed in how she?
2: Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm really disappointed only because some of the votes that I really needed, Jackie could have, could have helped me campaign and get, uh, for example, you know, Becky, she really had no reason to, to vote to keep James and to evict me. I feel that Becky and Jackie were the closest in the house at that time. Why wouldn't Becky want to side with Jackie? Yeah. So yeah, it was a little frustrating. It was a, see,
0: uh, and I want to agree with you, Dana, and a little bit you, Jeff. But but I feel like this season you guys didn't really seem to care that there was couples working together, like a Shelly and a Clay, right. um, or I'm sure in your mind a you and an Austin. Um, which I definitely want to talk a little bit about, or, you know, you knew about the twins and coming back in the game. It didn't seem like couples or twins or anything was really a factor for you guys this season, which was odd for me watching. I've never really seen where people don't seem to care.
2: Yeah, for me as well, though, because I didn't exactly agree with that. And I think that got me in the most trouble is when I would – You know, talk to someone like, hey, you know, Shelly and Clay, this is a power couple. We need to we need to go ahead and break this up sooner rather than later. People didn't see it as that. Like even with the twins, you know, like no one cares that, hey, you know, this other twin's going to come in and play the game. Why? Why would we want this? I just don't get it.
1: That's what I was going to ask you. Like, no one seems to be like why don't we get Liz out now while we only have to deal with one? Why are we going to wait for two of them to come in? And then we have to deal with getting two of these people out. Now they have alliances with different people because Liz is kind of close to some people and Julia is more close to other people. So now they just kind of built an army. Like they're going to be impossible if they don't get out next week. I I don't get it.
2: No, I completely agree. And I think I was reading on BB updates somewhere where Jason was having a conversation with, another house guest. And he was like, well, we don't want to to get rid of one of the twins right now because then we're going to have a bitter jury member. But that, that doesn't make sense to me. No, it doesn't. Oh my God.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of bitter, Jeff, let's give you a chance to maybe throw a little shade at one of, you know, maybe one of your fellow castmates with a question from Kim is bored. Mm-hmm. Okay. And she says, uh, Jeff, when the live feeds were down in the morning or right around cop time, who was the nastiest?
2: Ooh, you know what? That's a really good question. I would love for the definition of nastiest, though. Are we talking about someone like personal hygiene wise, um, the way they spoke? Who um, you the wrong? no pun (laughs) who who was uh, who
0: was the most abrasive who you know was just kind of annoying you or was being mean to people before a competition
2: you know I would say that one of the nastier people in the house was hands down Audrey I mean really and I think that a lot of people are protecting Audrey which you know Audrey's a cool girl don't get me wrong but the fact is Audrey is a liar, and she spread a lot of rumors in the house, and she was pretty nasty. She
0: seemed to me, and I don't like this of any Big Brother player, and again, I don't know how caught up you are on the feeds. You know, like there was thoughts that maybe she self-evicted. She hasn't come out of the have-not room. She didn't show up to the POV meeting.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's crazy. That's (laughs) insane. A Big Brother
0: first. Right. So she's going out like a spoiled child with a temper tantrum that I have no respect for uh, in this game at all. But it annoyed me almost when I saw her interacting in stuff. It always seemed like she didn't care. Like for pictures, she was always like mopey or like the Gronk challenge wanted no part of it. Right. Uh, it, it, I'm it's sure it. that was hard being in the house. Go ahead.
2: It it was very difficult because she was creating a very negative environment. And the thing was, everyone wanted to support Audrey, but to a certain extent, you can only hold out a helping hand so many times. If she doesn't latch on to it, then what are we supposed to do? And so, you know, we all tried to have conversations with her and we wanted to help her. And we said, Audrey, right now you're in trouble with the house because of your game talk you've been spreading rumors so why don't we just try to integrate you back into the house maybe just have personal talks with people for a week and then you can kind of start playing the game again and see how it works for you she didn't want to have any part in that and i agree i think that audrey's being a little bit selfish there are a lot of other people that are super fans that would love to be a part of the game and would like to fight to in. i mean i had to, to fight my last week trust me i wanted to mope around and be be sad too but i saw had to fight
1: Right. How much of a role did? How come the camera never moves to me? This is.
0: I'm controlling it. You're good. (laughs) Um,
1: How? How? Um. How how much did the? Sorry, I lost my train of thought. How much did the fact that Audrey's transgender like play into you guys' decisions to like either not not nominate her or let her stay? Like, were you guys kind of like, oh my god, like just kind of like trying to walk a PC line and not like ruffle feathers because like. I mean, if she went out first week, people would be like, oh, my God, you guys got the transgender person out because of that. Like, was that like a big factor in kind of just letting her slide like on a few weeks where she because she was causing major drama, like sure. so she should like any normal other person would have been put on the block and sent home. But she and I'll stayed. say
0: I'll, I'll say this because Davon, because I know you didn't watch it on her interview with Julie said 100 percent it was. She said. That the house that she felt the house was not going after Audrey specifically for the transgender issues. So what was your take on it being in there?
2: You know, I, I voiced my opinion a lot about this. And what I said is I from what I gathered from the other house guests and the conversations we had, no one ever brought that up. And what we were bringing up was what the wrongdoings of Audrey, the rumors mm-hmm. starting, the lying, basically causing unnecessary drama and tension in the house. So when, you know, if I was HOH, that, that, that thought would never cross my mind. However, I did realize that that thought was keeping a couple of the house guests, uh, mainly Vanessa, away from voting Audrey out. And that was That would have been Audrey's week was a week I got evicted to leave. We had all the reasons to send her packing, but at the end of the day, when I was in the HOH room pleading for my stay in the house, Vanessa basically said, Jeff, look, I'm not going to be the one to pull the trigger on Audrey because I come from the same community, which, you know, it it is what it is. And so I, I understood where she was coming from, but it was a little bit frustrating because we're there to play big brother. And, you know, Audrey had every right to go home, but you know, I had to respect that. I couldn't really argue with it.
1: Well, yeah, because I and don't she, see her thinking twice about evicting Jason, and her and Jason are from the same community, so what does it matter?
0: Well, I got news for you both. You don't really have it right, Jeff. Oh. She didn't care. She didn't care. She just knew nobody was going to argue that point if she said it.
2: Yeah, and it was. She didn't <laughs> really
0: care. She just knew that that was a good thing to say to you all, because how were any of you going to fight it?
2: You know what? Then then it worked. (laughs) Then you know what? It is what it is.
0: It is what it is. All right.
2: Let's go to a more fun question
0: for a second. And it is from uh, BB CanSource and says, Jeff, what kind of BB Takeover would you like to see come into the house next um, that would shake them to the core?
2: Yeah. Bring, uh, bring, uh, bring me back or, you know, or, De- or Devon or Jace. Oh, and, uh, I see big is- brother Canada. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, they would never do that. Never you know,
2: do only my- for a week to pull some pranks, oh. yeah. only prank pulling. But, um, other than that, I think something cool would have been uh Shelly and I obviously have twins. Why not bring the twins from house guests that were there or, you know, still there, Shelly, um, to, to pull, you know, whatever.
0: It's true. I mean, oh, God, it would be good. But, you know, they can't. For liability reasons, they right. can't. You all know too much about the show. I was surprised they didn't sequester your twin, Shelley's twin, even Clay's brother, which do we know if he's technically a twin? I always forget that. But he has a brother that looks like him, but I forget if he's technically a twin or not.
2: He's... From what I know,
0: he's not. Not. Yeah, I didn't think so either. There's
1: rumors circling around, too, that Johnny Mac is a twin, but I don't... I think (laughs) that's just... People are putting pictures up. I think it's just, like, Johnny Mac with, like, a beard. Like, he just grew a beard once, and people are like, oh, here's his twin, and his
2: name is Don,
1: (laughs) but that
2: is fantastic i don't know how do you replicate johnny mac oh my god i don't
1: think you can
2: (laughs) you go to
0: jim henson or some other muppet creator that (laughs) made him and that's how you recreate
2: him i
0: I love him i think he's the best but i said all season so far i don't a muppet drilling in my mouth like if he came over me like i'm on gas yes, he's like <laughs> i'd be like get the fuck out of my face all
2: right yeah. let's be honest on johnny mac isn't he i feel like watching his dr sessions he he looks a little bit different or perceived different in the dr by maybe fans than he is on the live feeds i feel like he has a ton more energy he does in his
1: he's dr in, in the dr than he is in like real in the house he's totally like a well, different a different john like he's not as out there and like ah right he tones knows. it down so i'm sure he tones it down in the dentist's office too i'm sure he's not walking in there like. <laughs> <going, "Hey." laughs> yeah
0: i mean that you know, that is true i mean we all know or i will say speaking for me and not on behalf of jeff that um people are typecast on the show and you have to meet your role and you know James isn't allowed to wear the kitty cat hat because then he's slipping out of his role like so i get like johnny mac's there to be the wacky crazy dentist guy like that's what he has to play up for that part of america now i love your twist idea jeff but we need your buddy in there, James, to get evicted because the two of you are the little pranksters. So we need to send both of you back in there, maybe to be like saboteurs. But they'd have to figure out a way you do it without, you know, being able to talk to anybody. They, they could do it. Do
1: well. it when they're on like outside lockdown, yeah. and they can go in and like just stir shit up and then like walk out. But have oh, you yeah. seen James this week in the trash bags? He's like, yeah, I saw
2: that. That was hilarious, hilarious. in the storage room. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh.
0: I love him I do love him in a little trash bag
2: <laughs> a little James in a trash bag I mean James, um, and I, James and I were a good duo when it came to the pranks I mean it was it was fun times with James and that
1: and then Steve kind of got into it I guess Steve like fell asleep and James put like honey on his face so then um, Steve put honey on the bedroom doorknob and then <laughs> production called him to the DR so he got a, like a handful of honey and then he, James put um, honey on the on the sliding
2: glass door <laughs> that is hilarious yeah that's that's not steve that's his alter ego stefan coming out exactly and what was your perception
0: of uh steve in the house i'm kind of confused why jason even now after he knows everything i'm still seeing people that want to target steve is there something us as the viewers are missing is it just because he's a little socially awkward or because? You guys didn't seem to know where he stood. Like, what so, are we missing?
2: Okay, on the live feeds, and I think it it was like a very, very early morning conversation that I had with Steve, and I addressed something with him because I felt like it was useful to his game, and I kind of, I, I felt bad for Steve a little bit. And don't get me wrong, I did ruffle Steve's, weather, or blah, ruffle Steve's feathers a little bit while I was in there. I didn't have my fun with him, but at the end of the day, I did kind of like the kid I felt bad. And what I told him was, look, dude, when you enter rooms and you don't talk to anybody and you just sit down and stare, people think you're an eavesdropper and that you're a spy or you're somebody's, you know, you're working with someone and giving them information. I was like, dude, just enter the room, make yourself known, make your presence known, say hi to people, and they're going to stop thinking you're the eavesdropper. So I think that's the biggest thing is people think Steve is spying around the house. Um, Other than that, It's not the socially awkward thing. I don't think that's why people are targeting him. It's uh, the combination of being an eavesdropper or perceived eavesdropper. And then also, let's be honest, later on in the game, there's going to be challenges that are going to cater to Steve. And people are scared because who knows where his mind's at when it comes to nominations. (laughs)
1: Right. I have a good question for you Uh, from at Angie star 88. This is a fun one. Jeff, what was your most embarrassing moment
2: in the house? Uh, You know what? My most embarrassing moment would definitely be when we were playing Truth or Dare and we're in the kitchen and I have a grown man, Clay, licking barbecue sauce out of my armpit. That wasn't something that uh, I wanted or even needed to happen, but uh, it unfortunately did.
1: What was going through your mind and that happened? You're like, is this like really going on in my life right now? Like, what did I do to anger the gods Uh, so much that someone's licking barbecue sauce? out of my
2: I don't know what was more gross, me allowing Clay to do it or Clay actually doing it. (laughs) Well, look, first
0: of all, that was very nice of you for for calling him a grown man and not a man child. And (laughs) number two, on behalf of the um, gays, we thank you. (laughs) apparently that was very popular i saw that a lot of the gay fans were loving it i personally thought it was disgusting (laughs) apparently that's That's a
1: thing thing? who likes that
2: i don't know it's a thing (laughs) hey there's probably some weird fetishes out there with barbecue sauce who knows apparently apparently (laughs) there's some barbecue sauce
1: oh here's another funny one i don't know if you how much you know about like The Liz Austin you love triangle that was oh gosh was given to us by CBS. It was kind of forced fed to us by CBS. Sure, you know, like Austin saw you guys cuddling under the blankets, and then he was like grilling her as to why. So now he's having dreams. (laughs) I read about that. You are going to steal Liz away from him. So Angie eighty eight wants to know: Are you aware that Austin's having anxiety about dreams about you stealing Liz away from him? And I want to know: Do you think it could happen? Because that combination is weird. I like this one better.
2: Yeah. Well, I I don't think that Liz is interested in Austin. I think that it's just strictly strategic and gameplay with whatever connection they have. Everyone kind of feels like it's a very odd connection and we don't get it. But yes, I think that I have a much better shot with Liz than Austin does.
1: Because I don't know. I mean, we've had your scandal and then Like, I like yours happened or didn't happen. And then later that night, like the the twins thing happened that night. The swap happened after your little whatever, like nothing that happened in bed. And then she's laying in. Julia's laying in bed with Austin and he's got one hand on her and one hand on himself. And I'm like, this girl cannot catch a break.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That well now, do you know that she that she voted for you?
2: I do, I do, and I'm not that shocked, to be honest. Me and it's because I, I went up to her and early on in the game, uh, she was she was getting nominated to be put on the block and it was by Shelly during one of her first HOHs or her oh. first HOH. And I basically pulled Liz to the side because I knew that with Jace being gone, I could maybe find find someone that will put some trust in me really quick. And so I told her, look, this is what's going to happen. I have some people that I'm working with on the inside. If I keep you off the block, which I had no say in that, you know, I was just kind of pulling some strings, pretending like I had some say in it. I'm going to ask you for a favor later on, no matter what the favor is, I need you to just stay true to your word. And she said, okay, so come, um, come eviction time or close to it. I pulled her in a room. I said, Liz, remember when I asked about that favor? I need you to use it. And she stayed um, true to her word. Yeah. Good. I mean, she said flat out, you were
0: a bigger benefit to her game. Granted, cause she felt she could manipulate you better, but yeah, yeah, exactly. She still said that you, she had a better connection with you than Austin, than with other people in the house. And she wanted to keep you in the game for that uh, reason. And I, I I thought you had a chance. I don't think any of us at that point knew that you were getting that many votes. And then once she kind of voted for you, I was like, oh God, Jeff might be staying. (laughs) But I mean, did they tell you or, you know, not tell you, but did you kind of know ahead of time that, yeah, I don't have the votes or are you not sure?
2: I wasn't sure because I thought that I did a valiant effort in campaigning. I really did. And I brought up a lot of good points and I really thought that um, obviously Liz was going to vote for me. I had no idea about Steve. I thought that I, after my talk with him and it was an extremely genuine conversation, I think that I had Steve's vote, but I knew that he was one of those players that would always go at the house. And I, I knew he felt that maybe James had the house. And so that was kind of up in the air. But I really thought that I I was able to convince Meg, which obviously I wasn't, and Becky to vote for me, which would have swinged it. I absolutely knew Clay and Shelley were goners. I, there was no reason for me to campaign with them anymore. I knew it was done.
0: Now, speaking of Meg, we kind of got this question a lot. Um, people want to know: Did you really have feelings for Meg, and were you planning, you know, to like go far with her? in the game or was it more strategic your relationship with meg
2: you know what it was actually a combination of both i'd be a liar to say that meg and i were were very close friends in the house she was somebody that was um very well liked by everyone but me in particular i i have nothing but great things to say about her she was always a good time always laughing and just very positive energy and i i felt like i could trust her so You know, I thought I could go far in the game with her. I mean, me, James, and her would joke about final three deals and how James and I would make sure she wouldn't make it. We would never pick her (laughs) because she would win because she was so likable.
0: She is. She's very likable. She seems to think that she's there for summer camp, but (laughs) she's very likable. Okay, so here is another – great question from uh Angie. She says, "Jeff, were you surprised to find out that Vanessa has made over 4.5 million dollars as a world famous poker player?"
2: Yeah. I you would say poker player like Joe Rivers. Yeah. Oh, no, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. So, when I when I found out about that, I was like, "Well, she did mention she played poker and she downplayed it. She obviously made it seem like DJing was now her new gig. So it was a little shocking to find out that she made that amount of money in poker. So, I mean, good for her, though. I can't hate on that. That's, that's actually I amazing. It
1: makes you wonder if you're doing the wrong thing for a living, don't it?
2: Like, yeah, exactly. Jesus. It's like, geez, I need to pick her brain on how to do that.
1: I have well, one. It's a fun one from one of our favorites at Princess Glammy. She wants to know... Do you like Cigar City Brew, Club, Brew Pub, which is her husband's favorite place? And if so, what is your favorite beer?
2: Yeah, Cigar City. That's actually, um, she probably asked me that because they have a brewery here in Tampa. Yep. And my favorite beer, hands down, is Highline. There you go, Glammy. Okay. Glam- uh, actually, believe- hold on, hold on. Can I? Yeah. Oh. That's actually High uh, Highly.
0: So- there you go. There you go, Glammy. I, be, I believe uh, she is in Florida. I don't want to confirm or deny if she's near sure. you, but I'm sure that is why she's asking. And Glammy does um, Bravo shows uh, with John, yourielandrecaps.com slash Bravo. And she does a ton of Big Brother stuff, too. Uh, oh, She blogs all about you guys. ba da ba Okay, so let's talk a little bit about your relationship with Austin. It seemed like right up into that last minute, there might have been a chance. Like, did you think he was voting uh, for you? Do you feel like you want him back? I know you said, you know, Shelley and Clay were a lost cause, but how did you feel about Austin?
2: Yeah, I knew Austin was actually my biggest enemy. The um, Basically that whole last week, he was dragging my name in the mud and causing all types of drama and rumors. And people were kind of throwing his name under the bus instead of keeping a secret of really who was causing the the drama. And once I knew that was happening, I knew I was done for with Austin. I knew that I confided in him a little bit too much. Um, you know, I thought that the Jeff and Austin show was a chance for us to, to build a little rapport and trust together, but clearly he was just playing me on that part. And, you know, I, I don't blame him because I'm a big reason why why Jace went home. You know, I was anti-Jace from the get-go, and, you know, I think he might have been a little bit bitter. Were you –
0: I mean, again, I know you haven't watched the show, so just have you heard or are you surprised to hear these rumblings about how – Austin, A, didn't know about the twins, but then is working with them, also working with Jeff, not with Jeff, with Clay and Shelly and uh, Vanessa as well, that all of them were kind of like this unit working and almost setting people up like you in the house.
2: So the only thing that surprises me from any of that, I already knew that Austin would more than likely be working with both the twins, it just made sense with how protective he was Mm -hmm. and jealous he was with any kind of relationship that I was having with Liz in the house. but. Clay and Shelley shocked me the most. Uh, For them to be working with Austin was really kind of a letdown. I was really disappointed in in finding that out. Yeah, I think I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it. I I don't get it at all. So, all right.
0: To that point, I'm assuming also now that you have heard, like we said, Audrey, you know clay confronted her in the backyard he's just done with her creates a whole explosion there's a house meeting shelly or glinda as i call her like (laughs) rules over the house and is like we will kill the witch and then audrey is like dead and now won't come out of you know the room and did she self evict no she didn't but she came back in with a brown paper bag we still don't really know it was in that bag. Um, what are, you know, uh, does any of this shock you about Audrey? I know we've talked about her a little bit, but I mean, is any of this really shocking to you?
2: No, absolutely not. This is, this is Audrey. This is yeah. the Audrey that I, that I know and played, a, played Big Brother with. And, you know, I think what's the more shocking point that you just brought up is how just, you know, when I was evicted – no, let's not, let's not get rid of Audrey for all these reasons. Like we just discussed, but now, Hey, now Jeff's gone. Yeah. It's, Hey, it's open game. Let's get rid of Audrey. Everyone forgot about let's, uh, let's be politically correct and not get rid of her for you know this reason or that. So, well, yeah,
0: I mean, I, again, that was just Vanessa's excuse to all of you. Vanessa saw you as coming after her. Like what she has said in conversations that I've heard to other people in the house, she saw you for whatever reason as somebody that was coming after her. So she needed some way to get you out because she perceived you as someone coming directly after her that she feels she couldn't be.
2: And Eric, I'm telling you the exact reason why she perceived that, which wasn't true. I had bigger targets and bigger fish that I wanted to go after. She was so sketched out by the fact that I never followed up with her about a conversation and working together. <laughs> so she started thinking, well, who is he working with? Because it's clearly not me. And why didn't he pick me for the team? You know,
0: you got the first Vanessa flip out like. I saw a lot of Twitter being on Vanessa's side and a lot of people still on are on her side, but you kind of got like the first snap in like the sort short circuit in the Vanessa brain when she was just like, are you kidding me? Are you yeah. like in the bathroom, like in your face? And yes, we all know they were trying to set you up, but that wasn't really part of her setup.
2: Hear this, hear this. So when her and I were talking about that uh, whole predicament up in the HOH room, I was like, you know, Vanessa, uh, the reason why I said what I did was I was getting attacked at multiple angles and you were the main attacker. And she goes, wait a second. I didn't attack you. You attacked me. I'm like, um, no, trust me. I was just standing there in awe. Oh, you certainly did attack me. And I literally, I didn't know what to say. I froze up for a second. I'm like, is this really happening? And then the wheels start turning. I'm like, none of this makes sense. She's yelling at me because of other people and things i've said about other people which has nothing to do with her as an hoh or her game so it just things weren't weren't making sense it just seemed like a poorly orchestrated reason and justification to say hey just the bad guy let's put him up on the on the chopping block which they did was she having this conversation
1: with you with sunglasses on or sunglasses off because i have noticed with vanessa that when she is bullshitting you those glasses are on whether she's inside, outside, wherever
2: those glasses are on. Yeah. Yeah. She had to put the so, poker glasses on, you know, yeah. try to, you know, play the bluff game. Like which-
1: how good are you at poker? If you need to put glasses on to play the game, like that's why. I-
2: <laughs> exactly. See, I didn't know if it was like a poker thing or because she's a DJ and, You know,
1: well, because Big Brother Canada, we had a poker player on last season. We had a male one on and that guy could tell you a bold face lie, straight face, no glasses. You had no idea he was lying. Like these two poker players are playing such different games. Like I would expect Kevin's poker player game like I didn't think Audrey would, or not Audrey, or Vanessa would be so like emotional and crazy and all over the place um, because Kevin's game was so structured and so thought out and so well planned. Like he was like 3 weeks down the line planning everything and she's just like going off and yeah,
2: yeah no, she goes off on chaotic tang- yeah, no, she goes off on random emotional tangents and it is terrifying. Um, <laughs> so I agree, but hey, let's not um, let's not stray away from the fact that day did, uh, did be able to, to play her game without, uh, sunglasses on. She's a poker. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Good, good job day.
0: We do. We, I mean, everybody loves some day. So, I mean, that's, I'm sad that I didn't get to see more of, uh, her and Vanessa and talking about what they do and kind of having a little back and forth between them two. I really kind of wanted to see that a little bit. Um, Jason Roy, so this is a nice segue uh, at Jason BB17. I'm going to say it's his fan club. Uh, wants to know what did you think of Mama Day then?
2: You know, Mama Day and I, we did not have the best relationship in the house. So I'm just going to kind of throw that out there. Uh, I'm not going to throw shade her way. Uh, it's been brought to my attention that she. Kinda not hated just, me, you, not yeah, just you, not you, everybody. She, she hated me on a little, she hated on me a little bit, but for good reason. Day and I didn't have the, the best relationship in there. But it wasn't until I did a, it was one of my final podcasts and Day got very emotional during it that I actually started to understand Day and respect her a little bit more. But it was unfortunate because that was basically Day's, you know, final hours in the house.
0: Jeff, I have to be honest with you. Go we're ahead. Keeping it, we're keeping it real. Go ahead. I liked you in the game. I wish you were back in that house. But if I had to pick one oh, positive about you not being in that house, thank God those damn podcasts are over.
2: Oh, no. Oh, oh no. Gosh. Oh, no. Don't say it.
0: Oh, Jeff. Nobody was a fan. Oh, geez. No. And it's not your fault. But there were a couple people in there who was like, shut the hell up. Yeah. It was like, really, Shelly? Are we still talking? Shelly? Oh, Shelly? Shut well, up, Shelly. We Shelley. just think
1: that on a regular basis when she just talks normally. It's just like, just stop. Like, stop.
2: Oh, my gosh. Well, so my final week, I actually started to become very annoyed with Shelly. And it's because I don't know what happened, but she just kind of busted out of her shell and wants to do like these musicals and like like bust out in this crazy hysterical laughter and just say all these crazy things and i'm like um where was the quiet reserve shelly and please bring her back well she was like when she won
1: hoh like when her and um whatever whoever it was liz won hoh this week i swear to god like I was watching the feeds and they had the same conversation it was like between her and clay and like austin and then like vanessa came in and like it was just like this like two hours of like the same thing because they were like freaking out because hoh's were or nominations were early and they didn't know who to nominate and vanessa actually came in with like a little bit of reasoning and was like just put the targets on the block let's not be so complicated and like she just couldn't like understand the simplicity of this plan and it was like oh my god like for like a good two hours it just went round and round i'm like
2: oh my god i can't with these people yeah i mean and you bring up a good point uh obviously shelly's been kind of running the house for a while but why why do we have to backdoor somebody week one like what what's that about We like everyone came into the house and we weren't expecting to to start playing the game like that but geez i mean let's backdoor back door and yeah let's like, make every over complicate the game and it, yeah it was it was like, interesting our
1: levine's like why does it got to be so complicated just kept running into my head I'm like this is the most simplistic plan throw three of your targets up put up a pawn and one of them will go home
2: like right
1: right chances are one of them will go home and it was just like holy crap i couldn't you guys
0: exhausted the shit out of us that first week i without exaggeration at the end of week one i literally believe i called dana and went is big brother over like (laughs) we're on week 10 right because i can't even wrap my brain and again it was audrey and that's why i think a lot of us didn't want audrey to go or you know, wanted her in there. She made you guys play the entire season in one week. You all hated each other. Yeah, it was like
1: 90 yeah. days crammed into seven. And I mean, yeah. and that's how, and well, at that point, it was probably about two weeks, too, because, I mean, like, the feeds are, like, sure. that first week is so long. But I'm just like, there's been more gameplay in this week than I think the first half of the last season of Big Brother Canada. Like, I was like, I
2: couldn't even... I didn't know what to think. I was like, this is exhausting. Thank God I'm not blogging it. Like I was like, Oh gosh, I can only imagine if you're having to do updates, like how can uh-huh. your fingers even type that fast?
1: No, it was like you would type so, something I'm like, forget it. They changed their mind. <laughs> changed. Oh no, they went back to that. Like I'm like, I can yeah.
0: so not So being in there too for you then Jeff, it was just as crazy for you the first, you know, basically, yes, for you it was probably like two weeks more than one week.
2: Yeah, no, it was, it was mentally draining to say the least and a lot of it was due to audrey shenanigans for sure well i think that first week it's i mean it's so long and there's
1: so much time between like a competition and what's going to happen that you guys just you have no choice but to overanalyze every single thing you're thinking about and change your mind a thousand times because it's just that first week took so long
0: it really did i and I apologize, chat room, I didn't have you open, <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: but I'm here now. Uh, oh.
0: Let me get some of your... Uh, here, I'll ask questions. this one while
1: you're while you're looking. It's okay. um from Abby B. source. She says, first off, Jeff, hey, I loved you. Was Amazing Race or Big Brother a harder game to play emotionally? Which is, I think, something we all want to know.
2: Yeah, I mean, hands down, Big Brother. I mean, really, it's like comparing apples to oranges. Amazing Race was, hey, if I can get from point A to point B without having any issues and screw-ups, the quickest, I'm doing good. Big Brother, the minute you actually think you're doing good in the game, actually, you might be doing really bad. It's, It's completely different. I mean, how much mental energy and effort that you have to put towards the game it is exhausting. It really is.
1: How hard was it to go into that gate, like to Amazing Race, not knowing Jackie, though? Like, that's a lot of trust to put into somebody you just met.
2: You know what? Um, actually, if you, I don't know if you watched this season, but the blind daters,
1: you know. Yeah, they, you guys all did better. Than, we
2: did much better. For, um,
1: Mikey and Rochelle, you guys all blew the couples yeah. out of the water. Yeah.
2: The reason because you were on your best behavior for the first little bit of it, or like, no, yeah, what it came down to is accountability. So, like let's say I'm dating somebody, she's my partner, I know her, I know all of her weaknesses, I know her strengths, and she's doing terribly at a challenge that I know that she wouldn't do good at. I'm not gonna push her and scream at her and make her feel bad for doing poorly because I know her so well. When you're on amazing race. You're you're accountable to the other person. And so even if you know you're not gonna do well at that challenge, you make sure somehow you can pull a you know, pull a fast one and actually exceed exceed expectations at it.
0: Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um Jarrett, Jarrett Ducker uh, in the chat room says, Do you agree that Audrey playing the game too hard too fast? is what made her a bigger target
2: absolutely audrey is a mastermind she has i mean she has ways with manipulation and words that no other house guest has i feel she could have definitely flown under the radar and she she could have went all the way she really could have i mean she's she's a genius yeah I'm going to leave it at that for right now. <laughs> but, but Hey, that's, that's the positive side. We obviously have seen some negatives.
0: Yeah, definitely. We have seen some negatives. Um, Jamie, uh, in the chat room wants to know if Vanessa was not your target, who was, cause it seemed like she was your target on the feeds.
2: Yeah. Honestly, Audrey was my biggest target. And, um, you know, Vanessa was was up there, but it was mostly Audrey and then Austin started becoming a bigger and bigger target for me. And then Vanessa would probably be third in that sequence. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: BB Ghost wants to know Did you notice anything different about um, Liz slash Julia before it was outed, you know, by Devon that something might have been up?
2: You know, the only thing that I kept to myself is just the the appearance was was slightly different and their their routines were completely off. Uh, one one would clearly like to, to work out. The other one liked to cook more. There was just a couple of things that didn't add up. But to me, it was just something crazy. And Devon is the one that we should give the credit for. She definitely outed it. She put the information out there. And when I was told it, I was... I was like, oh, my gosh, because I was shocked. And I was like, I can't believe that they're bringing this kind of twist back into BB. And everything started making concrete sense to me, unlike some of the other house guests when we when we told them about it. I mean, there's people in there that I mean, even when I was leaving, like for example, Jackie, that was still doubting <laughs> that there were twins. And how could you do that? How can you doubt it? Oh, my God. Yeah, they didn't do
1: really a very good the- job. <sighs> I
2: have to
0: say, Jack. you know, as much as Julie, see, Julie, I had a problem with it when it's Julie doing it, but me, I'm just saying, what the hell,
2: Jackie? Come on, yeah. Jackie. Well, I
1: mean, Julie has no opinion of anything in the game, and then all of a sudden, she's just throwing shade at Jackie. It's like, what what happened to Tenbot? Like, can we have her back? I don't like (laughs) that. What, um... We
0: uh, have this question a lot, too. What was your favorite part about uh, the Big Brother experience? Like, what did you enjoy doing the
2: most? You know, my favorite part was just taking myself outside of my comfort zone and pushing my limits. You know, this this game, it it does take a certain person to play. And just knowing that, hey, anybody that, that goes in the Big Brother house, no matter when they got evicted, in my eyes, they're winners. I mean, that game really is difficult. And, you know, my hat's off to anyone that's played Big Brother, really.
1: Oh, for sure. I mean, we sit here and we talk about it, but between me and Eric, we're like, we can never go in that house. There's no way. If we went to the Big Brother Canada house, we're like, it's small in here, like. Me i have to say
0: i do know that you're uh tall like me jeff and being in like jana said we were just in the big brother canada house and i'm like t- i'm not even having to move <laughs> i'm just like this touching bubbles. i would have a panic attack i would not i would get so claustrophobic so quick in that house that no couldn't do yeah, it yeah so- you know
2: what it i felt like it looked Larger on TV, but when you get in there, you're like, okay, um, 16 people are living in here and sometimes I'm sleeping three deep in a full size bed. (laughs) Like they couldn't even give us Kings. Like (laughs) those are full size beds. Austin didn't even fit in his bed. His feet hung off every night. That's
0: because they have psychologists that do those things to know how to make you guys uncomfortable. Like why
1: do you think the bedrooms are so like, Loud and like, yeah, they're not calming bedrooms at all. Like, like, any part of that room, there's nowhere in that room where you can just go and go,
2: oh, yeah, like there's just there's no, or, yeah, I, I, a conversation like I don't think that. there's anything calming about metal chain drapes hanging in the purple room.
0: No, no, no um, not at all. Here's a yeah. uh, way you can go a little bit. Um, maybe I know we touched on it, but I don't know if you want to go a little bit deeper into your feelings on it. But here's a good question uh, from Brendan, not Brennan. He says, maybe you guys addressed this earlier, but Jeff, what do you think of Austin's relationship with Liz? It seems a little creepy to Brendan.
2: I mean, Brendan, that's a great question. You know, it's creepy to, to everyone in the house and it actually makes everyone feel a tad bit uncomfortable because it's confusing because it's clear that Liz really isn't that into Austin. She just isn't. I, I know she, she's just playing him like a fiddle and she feels if she does turn his back on him, that's probably the worst thing for a game. So don't do that. So she almost has to buy into the, the creepiness of Austin. And, you know, I just think that for me, it wasn't about him flirting with her. That was creepy. It was about the possessive qualities that he was showing in the jealousy
1: oh my god yeah he broke up with his girlfriend on the feeds
2: yeah i mean i mean which (laughs) girlfriend because now i'm hearing he's he has multiple girlfriends who doesn't allegedly
0: (laughs) allegedly he has them we don't need austin body slamming our ass (laughs) yeah yeah
1: oh Oh, yeah he's um, a wrestler
0: Yeah, I don't get I mean, a lot of people are saying it's creepy. I apparently the only time I turn on the feeds is when they're on a hammock together. And, and Liz or Julia is very much like, okay. (laughs) And then he like has his arm on her. And then they're like they're talking for forever and i'm just like oh why
2: <laughs> well i think well, like i
1: said thing, sleeping one hand on her and one hand on him i'm like that is not right okay
2: <laughs> so how did i want to know how did people miss us on the feeds or maybe they didn't and maybe it hasn't been talked about but it was something that meg and i had to um to watch in horror um we were we were laying in bed we were all talking in the purple room and then there's austin and jackie sitting on the chair she's She's sitting down in the chair and he's sitting kind of on the arm propped up. We look over and his hand is like caressing the nape of her neck. And it was constant for like five minutes. And she's just sitting like this, Mm -hmm. shaking, terrified. And we're like, oh, my gosh, what's going on over there? And Meg and I just died laughing. (laughs) Poor
0: Jackie. It's no no Caleb Amber, though. I mean, not yet. Not yet anyway here's just a here's just a good shout out for you uh jeff it's from Sun Goku who says holy shit bro can't believe you left i want you to win
2: hey man i really appreciate that
1: speaking of winning princess glammy wants to know i want this to come up um who does jeff think will win and who do you want like i mean there's always a difference on who you think is going to win and who you want to win so who do you think will win and who would you want to see win
2: so, I can't give you guys the best response because, like I said, I'm still trying to get caught up on everything, and I don't really Just based on what your feel of what no, this live, like is in good. the house
0: right yeah. now. And then we're going to revisit it later. Like, sure. like we'll message you, and then we'll and we'll put it in the notes of this show later. So this is Jeff's pre-watching anything response, and then he can come back and tell me later, and I'll put his updated response in.
2: All right. So with the way things are going, I feel that uh, I, I, I want to say it. I want to say Johnny Mac. I don't care if he's being he's like he's obviously got some uh, B.O.B.s under his belt. He's he has to be getting better right at, at the stress of going into challenges. And I really think that Johnny Mack has what it takes to win this thing. Johnny Mack, I hope you do it, man.
0: I will tell you 100% he's a big brother historian. He knows everything about this game. He does triathlons. Like, he's super fit. Like, he, he went in and all of his preseason, he's like, nobody's going to think that I know everything about this game. Nobody's going to know that I can crush physical competitions. And, you know, uh, Clay and Shelley have had him throwing everything this whole entire game. Like, every single thing he's thrown, they forced him to throw it.
2: Which good for good for Johnny Mac and you know what I talk so highly of him because he was the most loyal person to me in the house hands down. Yeah.
0: I, I mean, he's a good one. I think he definitely is a I mean, good one to go away. He's so that's playing a very
1: good game, and I think I mean he kind of hid under like hoodies and stuff. Like his physical, like because it wasn't until like he had to wear like that wife beater this week because he's in the Wax Street Boys. I was like, holy shit, that guy is like jacked. Yeah, Cause You yeah. don't see it, like because he's hiding under like baggy clothes and hoodies, and you don't see it. But now that he's got to wear this tank top. I'm like, damn, Jim. <laughs> I loved him right. before, but come. <laughs>
2: We just got to get Johnny. We just got to get Johnny Mac a little bit of a tan now. That's all.
1: Yeah. He's a little. Yeah.
2: He needs, he needs <laughs> but a little I,
1: tan. I'm white too. So it's okay.
0: So here's a good question from the chat room for someone who I know likes you. So this isn't shady, even though it's going to seem a little, a touch shady, it's from the bad seed. And she's like, all right, Jeff, you have to decide now, Meg, Jackie, or Liz, which one do you really like the most? Those three.
1: Play Mary Shag Kill oh. with those three. Oh yeah, let's do that. Here, oh
0: gosh, on the spot, Jeff. I'm putting good on the spot. Mary Shag Kill, Jackie, Liz, and Meg. You don't have to kill. Let's say. Hey, let's not do the killing. Let's say. Let's say um, kick out of the Big Brother house. Mary, yeah. Mary, um, and have happy time with.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, we let's not even do the happy time because that's. Come on. Take on a date. Kick out of the Big
1: Brother house. You don't need to go so dirty, Jeff.
2: Come on. Come on.
1: PG happy time. Yeah, let's.
2: let's, All right, so to take on a date, obviously Liz, 100%. To kick out of the Big Brother house, I'm going to have to kick. Meg, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to kick you out. Only reason why is I I just feel like Jackie's starting to step it up now. I would have said Jackie, but. She's, she's moving around now, and so my alliance goes to her. And then and what did I say I'm going to have to do to Jackie? Man. Spend the rest yeah. of your life with... Jackie. Oh, oh, No! So no! <laughs> No, no, no! We gotta, we gotta flip this. Hold on, I'm texting flip, Jackie right now. All your dreams the have script. just come true. Oh my gosh! No, I can see. Absolutely I
1: mean, you not. guys had the best connection on the of all the couples on the Amazing Race. Like, no, you I actually, changed,
2: really liked each other. I changed my response. Liz, I'm gonna marry you. Meg, I'm taking you on a date, and Jackie, you're getting kicked out of the house. Oh. Done for oh, Jackie. So, So, I'm sensing maybe, and I'm wrong,
0: (laughs) Um, are you harboring any bad feelings towards Jackie right now, or no? Are you really good? I mean, I know that you're in a hard situation. This is somebody that you were, you're almost forced to be on reality TV with. I know that. And clearly, we saw that she had feelings for you, so, I mean...
1: Did she slap I had... you on The Amazing Race? <laughs> Did I hear stories of that on the feeds? Mm,
0: no. <laughs> so I so want to know what you know. Wh- how are you feeling about about Jackie now?
2: Um, on a personal level or a game level? On a personal level. You know, Jackie. She's she's a friend of mine. Um, I think that. The Showmance, if we can uh, cross that term over to Amazing Race, the Showmance we had was, was fun. It was it was in light of the moment. Uh, you know, we were racing around the world, and yeah, we had a good time together. However, Jackie and I are not compatible whatsoever. And Jackie is a friend, but she still she has some qualities that drives me nuts. She's friend zone for life. Yes, complete friend zone. <laughs> Yeah, oh, that's I so mean,
1: bad, because I mean, Eric, you didn't watch last season of Amazing Race, but all the people that were coupled together, like they, they hated each other. Like there was like Haley and and what's his name Blair, Blair. I mean, like oh my god, she was so mean to him, and um, Bergen and Bergen and Kurt. Oh my god, those two.
2: No, no, those those two were hilarious together. I want to see them uh, do something. I don't know there. what
1: the matchmaking site was that was like putting you guys together, but I'm like, they need to find a new job
0: because
2: yeah. they do not do a good job. <laughs> that, I agree.
0: That is what they wanted to do. I'll say for me, speaking on behalf of myself, Jeff, don't even remotely comment on this, but since you mentioned it, Dana, yes, I think everybody knows I stopped watching Amazing Race after All-Stars because I was done watching a rigged game. <laughs> <laughs> Eric's
1: i was gonna say you didn't watch because you were busy building your house but you just went to a hole
0: yeah well we
2: all you know what it. you know what? what though let's just say that your your previous comment isn't exactly far-fetched
0: um everybody please go look at the last show i did with one of our favorites marie of tim and marie from uh whatever season that was where we play a fun game called um I guess. And Marie and I guess all the ways that Amazing Race is rigged to get the outcome that they want. We guess. Allegedly. We don't know. We guess. <laughs> but when I become such good friends with so many racers, and then I know that there's just no chance winning unless it's what... Okay. Getting angry. so why I stopped watching that show. We go,
2: and we need to start wrapping it up. So... <laughs> Chef, now we're getting back to the Eric, Eric did, you just, did you just did you just go off on a Vanessa tangent? I I'm did, I did. and I'm on Adderall too, so um, uh,
1: Adderall's wearing off, people. It is.
0: It's wearing yeah. off. Um,
1: yeah, I'll Final, have to drug him in a minute.
0: <laughs> anything that you want to say, anything that you want to tell your fans you have a lot of fans uh, that care about you and wanted to see you in that game. You have your amazing race fans that came over and are supporting you. So are there, is there anything that you wanna leave all of your fans with?
2: Yeah, I just want, I want all of them to know, hey, thank you for the support, uh, not only in the amazing race, but also in Big Brother. Um, there's a lot of naysayers. There's a lot of people that aren't so fans of me, but for those of you that do support me and do, do find, uh, you know, my humor and my sense of style funny and entertaining, you know, I appreciate that. I can't, uh, cater to, to everyone, but, uh, you know, thank you for being loyal and, and thank you for watching.
0: And tell everybody again, um, about the charity, how they can donate, how they can help, uh, raise funds.
2: Yes. So for give kids, the world, I'm going to put up a link. I've already posted it once before on Twitter. I'm going to repost it. Uh, I feel like it's not driving enough traffic. I don't know if just people don't want to donate, but hey, it's a really good cause. It's for kids with life-threatening illnesses in Orlando. Uh, I would really love to make it, and other real reality stars are a part of it as well. So it, it's something really fun and, and good and yeah, please donate, it's only $500. I think I only have like 50 or or $100 or something like that so far. Oh, come on. Just, just, to, be, just yeah. to be clear,
0: Jeff is trying to raise $500. You guys don't have to give $500. <laughs> oh, yes, the, yes. The link will be below this video on our website and in the YouTube description. Hey, everybody watching. Yes. You know children. how we never beg you guys for anything? We're not like golf bars. We don't do GoFundMes and we do all this for free, everybody. Go help Jeff out. Donate to the link. Give him my link below. It's our children.
1: If People. everyone of his followers exactly. just gave $1, he would blow his target Oh my gosh.
0: Let's do it's it. Like Stop giving und- the money to Zuckerman over there. Stop.
1: Even half of his followers If half of his followers gave $1.
0: Right. Let's do it, people. Let's help Jeff. All right. Jeff, tell the people one more time where they can find you, Twitter and Instagram.
2: So on Twitter, you can find me, Jeff Weldon 21. On Instagram, it's JD Weldon.
0: Yes. And the link will be below. I have to say, I kind of laughed a little bit at that. Um, Jeff, that was like back in the AIM days when I was in the gay chat room and it was like, Oh, I want people to become 21, Eric C 21. I was like, these people still have that anyway, just now I'm <laughs> really becoming Vanessa. Now, uh, go ahead, and tell me what they can find you.
1: You can find me at D 1975. And don't forget to check out your BB 17 for all of our big brother content and your reality for all the amazing race, Canada coverage that just started tonight is race night people nine o'clock can't wait and yeah the links for all of jeff's charity will be on youtube and we will put it in the blog posting below this video so and are Jeff you and live
0: are you live tweeting big brother uh amazing race Canada tonight dana
1: i might be drinking tonight i'm not sure oh okay <laughs> well, I, I normally do <laughs> Yes. I normally do, but I'm on vacation, so which. I might I might be drinking tonight. I am not quite sure. I might and, dr- I, I might drunk live tweet Amazing Race. That could be fun. Uh, but okay. there is a mini John Richardson on Amazing Race Canada. So all John Richardson fans, you need to like fire up the VPN apps and like watch the show because it's
0: watch it, watch it. Jeff, will you be live tweeting during Big Brother US tonight? Yes, I will be. Eastern time? <laughs> Eastern time. Correct. All right. I'll see you there, Jeff. Dana said everything I need to say. URL.com slash BB17. Check out all our stuff there. That's all. Thanks for watching. Everybody tweet Jeff, send Jeff love, and go give him some money to his charity. <laughs> for <laughs> children,
2: not for him, for children. For bye children. Bye, Dana, uh-huh. Eric, yes. Dana, Eric, thank you for having me. It was awesome. Are, you're still to be here. You're still here. We're don't just get, don't hang broadcast. up. Don't hang oh, okay. up. Okay.
0: Don't okay. hang bye. up. Bye, everybody.